Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, Tampa Bay sports fans. Welcome to the show, the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron, and of course, we're talking about the Tampa Bay Lightning playing the Islanders game four later on tonight trying to go up 3-1 to one in their best-of-seven series and take a commanding lead. It's been a great series so far. We'll talk about that. The Rays on a little bit of a skid. Not an issue, in my opinion. We'll get into that as well as other happenings in the world of sports. The number here, as always, is 877-448-7901. If you want to email the show, it's sports at power901.com. We'll be right back to keep the show going. There's a lot going on at the Landing Bar and Grill in Valrico. There's great food at the Landing featuring several signature Landing-only specialties like shareable appetizers, seafood, flatbread, salads, wings, pasta, pizza, burgers, Gluten-free, keto-friendly, kid-friendly, dog-friendly, desserts, craft beer and cocktails, and a lot more. And if you're looking for entertainment, we've got it. National holidays, food events, live music, karaoke, cornhole, and live team trivia. Check out our full menu on Facebook. Or online at thelandingvalrico.com. Sports is back, and we've got that too. The Landing Bar and Grill off Lithia Pinecrest in Valrico. The Landing Bar and Grill. Land as strangers, depart as friends. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show. On Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Lightning taking on the Islanders tonight at 8 o'clock, trying to go up three games to one. What a great game uh, Thursday night up there in Uniondale against the Islanders. These are two teams. You can see why the Islanders uh, have gotten as far as they have this year. They're a very um, disciplined team. They're well-coached, and uh, they can get up and down the ice with almost anybody in the league, and they can play physical when they have to. I think that it's just a testament to the Lightning being able to play however they have to, whatever the case calls for, to go out there and get a W in any situation. Uh, Obviously, we scored first. Team that scores first most likely is going to win the game, according to the stats that have been um, in playoffs here. I think it's 70% of the time team that scores first goes on to win. So hopefully we can score first tonight and keep that uh, that tradition going. But if you look at the game, Vasilevsky, again, he's the reason, in my opinion, why we have gotten as far as we have the last several years. Don't get me wrong. There's a number of all-stars on this team. And of course, you know them all by name. But Vasilevsky is the glue that uh, no matter how good the rest of the team is playing, if he's having a bad game, it's going to reflect on everyone else across the board or across the ice, however you want to talk about it. He stopped 27 shots on Thursday night. And I'll, let me tell you something. He he was outstanding. A lot of times he's, he's blocked. He can't see what's going on. Um, the defense played outstanding as well to give him those opportunities to make those stops. But when it comes right down to it, the times that the Lightning get a little bit lackadaisical, uh, maybe a little sloppy with some passes, 
uh, maybe just not as sharp as they could be. He's the one that's always there, ready to uh, take on the challenge. And he's been outstanding, not just uh, in this series, but the two series as previously to this, as well as last year, um, to say the least. So he's, he's my MVP right now. Of saying all that, what do you say about Braden Point? Did you see that goal he had to, uh, to put us up 2-1 to one there in the third? Uh, obviously, you know, Gord had a great goal uh, in the beginning to put us ahead, one nothing. Um but you know that. that uh, by the way, that puts us six to one on the road in the playoffs. This Lightning team plays very, very well on the road. So no matter how large the crowd is, how raucous it might get, uh, the Lightning are not phased by any crowds on the road. They go out there and they play very well. Whatever they need to do to win is what is what they do. They a fast paced second period. I think the Islanders came out in that period knowing they had to you know, put something up there and um, you know, if you look at the pressure that they put on, they definitely had some chances, but the Lightning played great defensively. They really locked down the other team. In the last four or five minutes, that's you now basically when the most games are won or lost, if it's, if it's a close game at all. Um, you know, the defense and Vasilevsky, we've done a great job of locking the other team down when we have the lead at the end of the third period. How many times have we done that, whether it be in the uh, Panthers series, the, the Carolina series, of course, this one? Um, you know, when they pulled the goalie and they had six on five at, at the end, they did not get a shot off. The Islanders did not get a shot off when they pulled the goalie at the end and that's how tough our defense was. We could have taken a shot at the empty net, but we didn't want to unless we knew it was guaranteed because we didn't want to you know, have a face-off on the end of the ice and risk a, um, a goal like that. So we just played great defense. We locked them down. And, um, you know, it's really not how many goals you put in the net. It's really how many you keep out. And that's why I've been saying about Vasilevsky all year long. He's, uh, he's amazing. He's the best goalie on the planet. And if he can keep on doing what he's doing, I'm confident that we'll win this series. Uh, if we can limit the turnovers like we did in game three, we played a great all-around game. Um, getting back to point, I mean, he's amazing. Whether you, um, you know, early in the game, late in the game, uh, he's always in front of the net. He's the person that... If you need a breakaway, more times than not, you'll see him on, on the leading the the break on that, getting across the blue line. His um, ability to be around the puck and his ability to be on that stage. A lot of guys, there's a lot of good players and there's some great players as well. But you have players that are, they just uh, excel when the light seems to be the brightest. And when all eyes are on, uh, those guys on the ice playing, for some reason, he seems like the one that wants that shot. He seems like the one that turns up when they most need him. Of course, you know, what do you say about Stamkos and Kucherov? You know, Hedman playing hurt uh, for most of the season. You would never know it the way he's playing out there. You have, 
the whole team, the whole defense, when they have to stand up, they do. So, uh, like I said, the, the whole team's a special, special team. I hope all the fans down here really appreciate what we have because you don't have everything forever. And the team that we have right now really deserves our appreciation. And when you have a goalie that's giving up uh, 1.58 goals uh, against them, in the series, that's pretty outstanding. So I think if uh, you look at that stat, along with how many times do you see our defensemen laying out their bodies in front of a shot? Don't forget, you got these guys hitting shots 100 miles an hour or a frozen puck coming at you, and these guys are just jumping in front of it. They had 21 block shots in the game on Thursday night, and 11 of those 21 were in the third period. So these guys realize the best thing, I'm going to say this, the best thing that happened to the Lightning in this series was losing game one because it really put the attention on focusing on the things that they have to do. And when that happens, it seems as though uh, they really saw the opportunity to go out there and pay attention to the little details, get sharper with their passes, make sure that those shots, if you have to get down and block it, they've been doing that. Um, go out there, get the lead, get the first, get the first goal, um, let the players do what they're doing best out there, and you know, just lock down the other team when you have to. Like Stan Cole said in the, the conference afterwards. The experience now is really showing. It's paying off for us. You know, sometimes, you know, when you don't know what you don't know, it's hard to go out there and in certain situations do what you have to do to win. But when you've been there before, like the Lightning have, you're able to sometimes go out there and flip the switch if you will, when you have to. And that's really what this team has been able to do. Um, like I said, they're very, very talented on both sides, both ends of the ice. And um, whether it's uh, being physical, whether it's uh, showing their speed on the ice, or just showing their overall determination, the Lightning definitely have the whole package. And I'm um, really hoping for a good game tonight. Again, that's 8 o'clock as we try to go up 3-1. to one. If you want to check in, 877-448-7901. Email is sports at power901.com. We'd love to read one of your emails on, on the air. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. Now, in-home or in-office do-it-yourself COVID-19 testing is available to you. And the results are 99% accurate. Save your time and be safe by avoiding the lines and crowds. You can test yourself and your family members at home. Test your employees at work, making sure your workplace is safe. Simply call Citation Bioscience at the number we're about to give you to order your COVID-19 testing kits. When they arrive, follow the simple instructions and send them back to us with our prepaid shipping. Results are ready the next day in 95% of the cases. And remember, they are 99% accurate and reimbursable by your insurance company. Save your time, stay safe, and avoid the crowds. Order your COVID-19 kits now by calling this number now. 800-433-8399. 800-433-8399. That's 800-433-8399. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Talking about the Rays. Yes, we've lost three games in a row. So, uh, no need to get too worried, though. I believe that everything is going to be fine down here in Tampa. Uh, what happened was that we ran into a team called the White Sox, who are... 
uh, one of the best teams in the league right now. And we had two games that went down to the wire and we were able to uh, not pull it out at the end. So we lost those two games and then one two of uh, the Seattle Mariners. Uh, they scored two runs in the ninth inning on Thursday night to beat us. So going into the weekend here, uh, we'll be playing Seattle. And I think that, you know, what it comes down to, when you, when you lose someone, your starting pitcher, like uh, we just lost Glass now, which we're going to talk about here in a few minutes, it definitely does something to your team. Don't forget, Adamas got traded a couple weeks ago. Um, Glass now is now on the injured uh, reserve list. Uh, we had a pitcher in our minor leagues that got hit in the head with a line drive. He was in the hospital with brain surgery. So there's a lot of things that uh, take place during the course of a year and a lot of things that happen behind the scenes that uh, could also attribute to the team's performance on the field sometimes. So just keep all that in mind. But no, getting back to business, I'm sure that we'll be able to rebound and, um, you know, take care of business. So, you know, if you look at the team right now, I think that, um, you know, Rose Arena is getting back to his normal self. I believe he's hit safely now in 12 games, if I'm not mistaken. Austin Meadows has 50 RBIs to go with 15 home runs. Um, Rose Arena, 69 hits now. Joey Wendell, batting average just around 285. So uh, G-Man Choi back now. You know, we had Central so down to the minors on uh, Wednesday. But then, of course, when news came back about Glass now, they brought him up here quickly. So we're going to see what happens. Um, I'm not quite sure why we haven't brought any pitchers up from the minor leagues right now. Uh, I know there's a couple guys down there that could definitely be moved up, but for some reason they haven't. Maybe they're trying to figure out what to do with Mike Brosseau, if they're going to move him down or try to trade him and get someone else. But this is the time of year where not just the Rays, but you have other teams, of course, the Yankees and Yank and Red Sox in our division. They're going to be looking for some pitchers. There's not a team out there that is not in need of a um, starter or a good mid reliever at this point in the season. So we're not alone with that in that search of what's going on. Luckily, we do have the best farm team in all the majors. So if you look at uh, the prospects that we have, I'm sure that we'll be able to bring someone up to fill any gaps. But uh, by now, you know, the glass now has an injury to his throwing arm. Um, his ulnas on his elbow, elbow uh, sprained the MRI, showed that it, um, it definitely needs some attention. So what the Rays are going to try to do is rest, get some rehab, and hopefully strengthen the arm to the point where he's able to come back uh, later on this year maybe and um, be able to pitch. Unfortunately, this type of injury more times than not leads to surgery. So the question really becomes, should the Rays opt and Glasnow opt to have surgery now so that he can come back next year about this time? Or should we risk trying to do some rehab, strengthening and seeing if we can prolong or maybe alleviate the need for the surgery? 
it's, it's really a tough call and it's, it's really tough for, um, you know, Glassner in particular. But I think as far as the team goes, more times than not, this type of injury does lead to Tommy John surgery. And that's a process that takes at least 12, sometimes a little bit longer, 12 to 14 months to be able to get back. So I think um, in the best interest of, of him, hopefully he's getting some good advice as far as which way to go. Um, but I do think that the sooner he's able to take care of it from a um, surgical standpoint, the quicker he'll be able to return and hopefully get back to the way uh, that he's been throwing. I mean, he's been awesome out there and losing him is, is going to be a big blow to this team. I'm not trying to downplay that at all. I know next guy will be up. Now, whether we have Yarbo there, I know that, uh, you know, if you look at the scheme of things, the way that we rotate our pitchers uh, with Hill and Waka, a lot of times, we're able to piecemeal games together where you wonder how the heck we did that. But, you know, as we get down towards the end of the season and, um, you know, being able to get into the you know, crunch time, you're not going to be able to um, rely sometimes on a um, you know, Fairbanks or a Springs or a Ryan Thompson all the time coming out of the bullpen. We're going to need some good starts from some starters. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But I think that at this point, we do have the bats going in our favor. And one of the reasons why I'm not as concerned about the Rays right now as they may have been in times past is that the Rays, um, they really have a way of... Um, being well-rounded. I mean, you look at the you look at the Rays. The, defensively, they're very sound. <clears throat> the bats was have been my major concern all year round. The bats seem to be waking up right now. We're not going to be able to score six runs a game like we've been doing, obviously, which would be nice if we could. But we're not going to be able to keep on doing that. However, I do think that um, we're going to be able to uh, should be able to score three, four five runs possibly during a game and get some relief for our pitchers. So we are very well-rounded. Um, we're deep in a lot of positions, probably as deep as, as anyone else. And again, a lot of these guys can play multiple positions on the field during the course of a season or during the course of a game for that matter. So when it comes right down to it, I, I do like our chances against any other team in the lineup. Um, Again, not trying to downplay the glass now injury. That is a big loss for us. I'm not gonna not gonna sugarcoat it. So the rest of the team has to step up. And on that day when he'd be pitching, we need to really get a good outing from whomever that might be. Um, again, love to hear your thoughts on that. Eight seven seven four four eight seven nine zero one. You know when you see teams, when you see guys out there every day like Zanino, no Phillips. G-Man Choi, they're always laughing, keeping it light, no matter what's going on. This team is never out of a game, whether they're um, down by five or if they're up by five. You know what? They're still not out of it because I've seen them blow some leads before. But if we can keep on getting hits, keep on scoring runs, I'm very confident in our pitching staff on um, what we are able to have done so far this year that we'll continue to do. We did pick up Mike Ford from the Yankees as a first baseman for some cash and uh, uh, maybe a player to be named later. But 
why they did that, I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. I don't think we need a first baseman, but um, for some reason we did pick up Ford. So we'll see what happens when uh, that ha- when that comes um, to fruition, if we need him off the, uh, as a DH or a first baseman to fill in for Choi. Uh, now, with the baseballs, you know, I know you had Glass now with the injury. He's attributing that injury to the uh, protocols right now with Major League Baseball Players Association and the uh, Major League Baseball. They're going to be starting to crack down on foreign substances that pitchers have been using, whether it be um, sunscreen, sunblock, whatever it might be. And in the next couple of days, they're going to be actually having the umpires go out there examining the the, the gloves and the balls that the pitchers are using. So Glasnow is saying that that made him change some of the ways that he uh, has to grip the ball, which he attributes to the tightness and soreness in his, his elbow. And it's not just him. Trevor Bauer came out and said the same thing. So I think we're going to hear more about this. Should they have changed and made this um something they're going to look at halfway through a season, in the middle of a season? No, I don't think they should. That's something that is uh, implemented um, in the beginning of a season, not in the middle of a season. Uh, is that something that contributed to Glasnow's throwing? Well, he's saying it is. You know, you pretty much take him at his word for what he's saying, but I, I think it's more, you know, when he, when you're throwing curveballs the way he's thrown and sliders since he's 10 years old after a while kind of catches up with you. So although it may have contributed to him changing the grip right now and having to find a different way to maybe deliver the pitch, I don't think that's the ultimate reason as to why his elbow is um, injured right now. I think it may be a, a slightly contributing factor or at least a convenient factor right now to say but nonetheless that rule should not be implemented now it should be at the end of the season and um that's my opinion on that if you want to uh give me a call and talk about that 877-448-7901 or email sports at power901.com we'll be right back to talk some more sports you listen to the jimmy b show you are in the gymnasium on power 90.1 The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at The Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Talking a little bit about the U.S. Open this weekend. Uh, coming from California, Torrey Pines, of course. Uh, beautiful golf course, par 71, 7,652 yards is what the course is playing, at least from the guys with the... You know, 
all the contracts and the big swings and the big money. So uh, as of right now, it looks like going into the weekend, Louis Ostheisen uh, is four under, Russell Henley, four under. Uh, Bubba Watson had a big day today. Well, yesterday he shot a 67 to uh, put him up there and at three under, along with John Rahm and Xander Shoffley. So Brooks Kepka shot a... Um, two under the first day and actually he was still playing uh, yesterday coming into the uh, round. Richard Bland's the leader at minus five. They say the cut line would be uh, plus four, I believe it was. Uh, a couple people just need to weigh. I know Sergio was, uh, he shot rounds of 71 and 74. Uh, Phil, uh, he needs a big day. He needed a big day yesterday. Not sure what he finished, but uh, he was plus three uh, after the, the first day. Um, Max Homa also um, plus three. So it should be interesting. Always the U.S. Open, the way they have these courses for the Opens, amazing with the rough and the greens are so fast. You really have to have every aspect of your game. Um, going full speed to be able to be in the top of your game to be able to compete at that level. So, of course, today is moving day on the tour. And then on uh, tomorrow, it'll be interesting to see who's able to go out there and, and finish strong. Um, I really think it comes down to who has the best iron play and is putting. Always comes down to putting, as you know. So um, I do think that John Rahm, after being forced to sit, um, last week when he was winning, definitely comes back with some vengeance. You can't rule out Kepka. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, like I said, it's going to come down to whoever is hitting the best iron shots and putting. So we'll have an update on that later on this week. Hopefully, um, you know, if you're watching some of the NBA, uh, it's unbelievable right now. You have Kawhi, Le uh, Kawhi Leonard out no, with a knee. Um, Conley is still hurt. No, you, now you have Chris Paul with Phoenix being uh, on that COVID protocol. It's amazing to me, this COVID. You have the Montreal Canadiens head coach missing the game last night because of protocol with um, COVID. Uh, this, this really has to end. What are they going to do with Montreal? Um, of course, they're playing Vegas. I don't know what they're going to do in that series now with uh, if they have any type of uh, contract contact tracing, what's going to happen. And if Montreal does get to the finals, uh, if they're able to beat Vegas, which I don't think they will. Uh, speaking of Vegas, though, how about their fans? The whole game, the fans stand up. It's like Duke basketball until they score a point, except these fans stand the whole game. I don't, I don't know how they do it. They're crazy. But um, you know, I don't think Montreal will beat them, although that series uh, is very close. It was 1-1 going into the game last night. So I think that if you look at these protocols right now, back to how Chris Paul, you know, Outley, uh, without him, Phoenix is going to be hard-pressed to... Uh, you know, get to the, the Western Championship. I know they're playing the winner of the uh, Utah series. And, you know, Utah, you know, who knows what's going to happen with them. So on the other side, on the east, you have Philly, who has definitely, the only way to talk about Philly with those last two games is to say they choked. 
it was unbelievable. Terrible experience. Terrible. If you're a if you're a Philly fan watching that team, uh, you just you just shake your head and, and say, what the heck are they doing? Uh, Simmons always thought he was a great player, and he really uh, is a very good basketball player. Top defender. He goes to the boards. He can definitely dish the rock, but. Uh, he doesn't have a shot. Uh, one of the things that you notice about the NBA, you see players in the playoffs who you never even heard of during the season for the most part that are out there hitting shots, big shots, and you wonder how these guys can all shoot as well as they do. Someone like Simmons, um, four for 14 from the free throw line. Uh, I don't care if you're not a good shooter, but you can definitely go and practice free throws and not hurt your team. Because when it comes down to the end of the game, now they're playing where they just put him on the free throw line because he's a detriment to the team. So what are you doing? If, if you're Doc Rivers, you make a decision. You take him out of the game or you know, do you have him in there and, and hope that he can you know, make one out of two free throws? It's really unbelievable. But the Sixers... Um, Going to see if they can force the game seven, keep that series going. Brooklyn, you have Kyrie Irving hurt. You have Harden coming back from a hamstring. He's hurt one day, playing the next day. Durant with a uh, awesome performance the other night, 49 points, I think, 17 rebounds, uh, triple-double, just amazing uh, performance. Uh, it looks like it It might be them against, uh, well, I was going to say Philly, but who knows if, if Philly can't close out Atlanta, or even come back. So we'll see what happens. But I do think that if you like basketball, the talent that these guys have, it's really amazing watching them. And I hope that your team is still in it. And I hope that they're able to um, have a good uh, weekend and play well and get to the next round. I want to close out with an email. I had an email from Gary from Massachusetts saying, how does... Kucherov and the Lightning get away with being $8 million over the salary cap in the playoffs? <laughs> All right, Gary, that, that's a good question. Uh, it's, it's a fair question. And I know that a lot of people were talking about that earlier in the week when they started playing uh, the Islanders or even when they uh, got to the playoffs. So what happened? Kucherov obviously got hurt. He had hip surgery and he was out all season, and because of the fact that he was out, um, his salary cap of eight million did not count towards the cap for the Lightning. So when the playoffs come around, the cap doesn't come into play. So as long as he wasn't able to play during the regular season, and from all. Um, reports, they did not do anything wrong. The surgery took as long as other people having the same similar surgery to recuperate. So with all that said, he wasn't on the long-term injury reserve for any longer than anyone else with the hip surgery. So uh, it doesn't appear that the Lightning did anything wrong to be able to have him come back and play. So uh, that was something that I know the... Uh, Carolina, one of the guys on Carolina brought up, uh, call it what you want, uh, Carolina's golfing right now, along with Florida, 
And um, also, I think the Bruins, I can't find them on the schedule this weekend. So they're probably out there golfing too as soon as all the snow melts up there in Boston and Douglas, Massachusetts. So thank you for the email, Gary. Hope that answers your question. Um, Happy Father's Day to you, Gary. And everyone else, this is all the time we have, guys. So I want to say happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Hope you have a great weekend. Hopefully the uh, Lightning can win tonight. The, hopefully the Rays can um, keep the pitching and hitting going and pick up a couple more W's this weekend. Uh, hopefully your guy wins the golf if you're watching it. And do something fun for yourself this weekend. As always, stay safe. Stay vigilant. Above all, stay positive. You've been in the gymnasium. I've been your host, Jim Barron. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week on the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1.